Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 52, Humility, Three Lessons, and a Birthday, by Chris Gillibo of chrisgillibo.com. And hi again, I am Dan, and I'm your host here, your personal narrator of all things entrepreneurship, and I am here every single day reading to you from great blogs on the subject. And we've got another new author to share with you today, Chris Gillibo. Chris has a really unique life story, which I'm gonna get into a little bit at the end of today's post. For now, let's get right to it as we optimize your life. Humility, Three Lessons, and a Birthday by Chris Gillibo of chrisgillibo.com. There are few things more awkward than sitting in a bookstore by yourself with a row of empty chairs in front of you. As people approach, you hope they're coming to say hi until they head to the gardening section. Other people walk by with bags that look like they might contain cupcakes and your heart lifts for a brief moment. At dozens of cities in the weeks prior to this evening, people drove for hours to come and cupcakes were brought by the baker's dozens. But tonight, you're in a shopping mall bookstore with the empty chairs the very nice staff smiling and offering to bring you water or coffee. This, you slowly begin to remember, is where the work is actually made. You think about the book signing you stumbled on two years ago, where a lone author stood by himself, trying to smile and awkwardly displaying his stack of books. You went over to talk to him about his book and tried to make him feel better without being too obvious. And as you said farewell and wished him good luck, you resolved this would never happen to you. But here you sit looking out at empty chairs. It matters not how many Twitter followers you have around the world, since apparently none of them live in this small town. You ask yourself, would you still do this work if no one cared? It's a hard question, but eventually you answer, yes, I would. So you sit there and write these notes, determined to express gratitude for the chance to be alone and write. That's what a writer does, yes? And then someone shows up, who has in fact driven in from another small town an hour away. You ambush him and make sure he sits down in a chair as quickly as possible. So glad you're here, you say, and the statement has never been more true. A meetup with one attendee is a lot better than a meetup with zero. Then someone else arrives with several children in tow. I love large families, you say for the first time in your life. The kids are occupied with iPod and Nintendo DS games, but you're thrilled to see that each small child takes her own chair, thus improving the visual effect to passers-by. A couple of other people wander in, trying to decide whether to stay or leave, and then they stay. It's not a big crowd by any measure, or even a medium one, but hey, people showed up. You enlist the kids in helping to color in the map you've been lugging around all across the continent. You talk for a while with everyone, and some of them even buy books, and you sign them. You say goodnight, 
you say thank you to the kind store managers, and then you go home to the hotel. It's now past 9 p.m., so all the nearby restaurants are closed. Small towns may be known for many good things, but nightlife is not usually one of them. You find a small pizza place run by a Chinese family. It's closed too, but you brazenly approach the counter anyway, spying two pieces of mushroom pizza on a warming rack. Bad news, the pizza's cold. No more oven, the man explains. Good news, he'll give you the two cold slices for the price of one. You pay for only one slice, he says again, to make sure you understand this valuable offer. You pick up the two slices, paying only for one, and walk through the snow back to your hotel, an establishment chosen strictly for its close proximity to the bookstore. You shake off the blizzard outside and get out your secret stash of vodka to enjoy with your cold pizza. The next day you go to a big city, and the day after, to another one. There you have no difficulties drawing a crowd. People come from all over. The store employees scramble to find more chairs. We had no idea so many people would come, they say, as you smile and remember the other night with far too many chairs. Cupcakes are brought and consumed, a good time is had by all, and you prepare to advance to a new stage of adventures. But before you move on, you reflect back on the contrast between the events and ask, what's the lesson here? You decide on three things. One, embrace humility. Sometimes you'll fail, and while failure is overrated, having known them both intimately, you're fairly certain that success is much better, you know you can still learn something from every experience. It's always good to keep it real. Two, an artist makes art. As lovely and exciting as everything else can be, never forget to focus on the source. A painter paints, a musician makes music, a writer writes. Wander from the source at your own peril. And three, when you ask for adventure, you don't always know what you'll get. That's how adventure works. You could choose the safe route and avoid the risk of disappointment, but a good adventurer would never do that. And for all these things and more, you are glad and grateful. You recall the sensation that every traveler knows well, the odd sense of deja vu and wonderment of being in yet another place. You have been to so many places already and you'll go to so many more. Who knows what the future holds? If you've learned nothing else through your quest of joy and two-for-one pizza, you've learned it's better not to know. Far too many people lead lives of quiet desperation, but you know better, so you'll keep pursuing adventure to big cities and small towns alike. This, you believe with all your heart, is the only option worth choosing. You just listened to the post titled Humility, Three Lessons, and a Birthday by Chris Gillibo of chrisgillibo.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com startup. Terms and conditions apply. And thank you to Chris, uh, who, as I mentioned, has a really unique story. 
he started his site, which he called The Art of Nonconformity, in order to chronicle his journey to every country in the world, which he in fact completed before his 35th birthday. He has a few books worth checking out as well, The Art of Nonconformity, which was translated into more than 30 languages, then The $100 Startup, which was a New York Times and Wall Street Journal bestseller, selling more than 700,000 copies worldwide, and his book The Money Tree is all about finding the fortune in your own backyard. He also hosts the popular World Domination Summit in Portland, and you can come by chrisgillibo.com for a lot more, and I have his site, including the spelling of his name, of course, linked in this episode's description. And I think that does it for me today. I thank you, as always, for being a subscriber to our show. Hope you have a great rest of your day, and I'll see you back here tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits.